Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's classroom. Well, I mean, Clint's really fucking annoying most of the time, but I thought you were into that. I think I still love him, though. <clears throat> well, you know, you don't you don't have to go through with this wedding if you. I mean, you were pretty, no. you were pretty drunk when you proposed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. I'm just sort of hoping that this whole experience on the bottoms up game show really just shows me the way like am i supposed to stay with him or do we need to part ways i mean for the gang it's a pretty good deal to stick with clint because you know free vet services i was gonna say i was gonna say we we do need his services quite often (laughs) but i really don't want you to commit yourself to someone just for us and then you hear a plate fall behind you. Aww. Oh, God. You turn, you turn around to see Clint, his back towards you, walking away. Clint, don't go. And he just walks. Now let's pick up our story. Uh, last time on Miss Becky's Classroom, um, last episode, lots of stuff happened. You met some centauricorns. They brought you back to the village. You saved a little girl, horsey, my pretty pony girl, named uh, uh, something. Uh, Petunia Periwinkle. Petunia Periwinkle. Uh, Becky had adult relations with a sexy centauricorn guy. Um, and, um, (laughs) Amanda let everybody, uh, let the group know that she was having doubts about her relationship with Clint. He heard that, uh, and, and walked off. And so I think we'll pick up right there. Uh, Amanda sitting with Becky and Claire eating breakfast. Uh, you're having bowls of oats, um, oatmeal, if you will, uh, with the horses. And, um, yeah, one of the horses is snoring right now. <laughs> yes, yes, he hasn't woken up yet. The grandfather <laughs> or grandmother, and she sleeps in late. <laughs> she does, yeah. Amanda says she's not sure if things are working out with Clint. He hears this, drops a plate behind them, and just turns around and starts walking off. And last, last we uh, when we left off, he was walking off, and we'll pick up there. So, what happens? Becky, I can't go after him. 
I'll go talk to him. Don't worry. Thank you. Yo, Clint, wait up. Yeah, I gotta go. No, right. you don't. We need to chat. Yeah, I'm gonna get my bag and I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, yeah. No, you're not because we have a game show to win and we can't win it without you. Yeah, I'm sure you can find another contestant and uh, I'm sure they can use some doctoring around here because apparently that's all I'm good for for your group and anybody else is some doctoring. That's not true. That's not I true. I just heard you say uh, that's why. Clint. Uh, look yeah. At look at me. Oh, I'd hate to annoy you anymore. No, no, no. Stop. Uh, you just you just said a few minutes ago of how annoying I am. So me and my my hick mullet are gonna get it off this way. Clint, have you not realized that I am a narcissist? Oh yeah, I'm I'm totally aware of that. But I still think you're a fine person. Well, uh, I think you're a fine person too. It's just I think everyone is less fine than me. That's just my defining trait. Uh, it's nothing personal against you. You're a great guy. Okay, and well my I'm, best I'm gonna, I'm gonna go be a great you. guy over here by myself. My he best just, friend loves walks, you. He just walks off. Mm. Clint goes. He starts walking faster, and he's 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 a big guy. He's a lot taller than you, and so so you're taking three steps to his his one, trying to keep up with him, and then Clint Clint just just walks away. Oh, okay. And Amanda Amanda's turned around watching this, and she sees this happen, and then what's Becky do? Head back to the table. Do you want me to have Sparkles eat him? No. Becky, Are you sure? Becky, this whole thing. What? I think I just had cold feet. Watching him walk away just <laughs> terrified me. And I don't think I can live without him. I'm going to well, win him back. I'm going to win him back, Becky. Hey, He's Becky, pretty mad. Becky, it is me, Fabio. Oh, I, hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, I think you forgot something back at my uh, stall last night. Uh, I mean, when you left this morning, maybe you want to come and check, make sure everything is uh, packed up before we we head to the coast? Probably a good idea. Amanda, I'm really sorry. I will help you with Clint later, but I Get can't it, girl. leave Get anything it. behind. Get it, girl. And so... So Claire and Amanda are left at the table. <sighs> Amanda, what did I do? Did you Amanda. feel this way when you married your husband? Oh, Kevin? no. Kevin with a with C? A, Kevin with a C? No, that was just a business arrangement technically. So for him, oh. it may be something different. But for me, no, no. It just, You've never been I had, oh, Yes, I, I I have been in love, just not oh. with my, not with Kevin with a C. Wow. Colette, Colette was my love. No, nobody saw this coming. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I said something stupid. I think I've been scared. We've really got to win this this game show. Oh, then, just, just tell Clint what you just told me. And then Zena, what's her name? Zena, the leader of the of this. Ramilda. Ramilda comes up and she says, so it's going to be about time to go. Aww. I'm Ramilda. 
Are you all about? Are you all about ready to pack up and head to the coast? Let's we go. we have one detail. We need to go get Clint and bring him back. Well, uh, the mushroom corns. I've been in touch with them, and they have said they'll be able to transport you. But we have to be there by the deadline. How much time do we have? You have about fifteen minutes before we have to go. I'll go after Clint. I'll do it. Clint, a, a man. Amanda, take this with you. And Claire hands Amanda a a needle, a syringe filled. If he doesn't listen and time is running out, just inject this with him. He'll pass out and we'll take him with us because sometimes okay. shit needs to get done. I trust Kay. you. Okay. Clint, wait up. You can't see him. Where the fuck did he go? He, I mean, he walked off into the into the meadow, and then the grass started getting longer. And oh god damn it! I'm gonna gone. have to fucking hover again. <laughs> then Amanda hovers into the sky and searches the field of high grass in search of her true love, who is running away from her. She must meet him before he disappears forever. And he, you find him. There's this little, there's this little pond in a clearing, on the other side of some tall grass, and he's sitting there, and he's, he's breaking off seed pods off of this real interesting looking, just this, uh, this neon green plant, and just throwing the seed pods into the water and watching them, watching them float. Clint, eh. can we, can we talk a minute? Yeah, you, you, yeah, you go ahead and you talk. I know what I said, and I know how you must be feeling, but this has just been a really hard time. Well, really? yeah, I guess being drunk all the time is kind of difficult. I deserve that. It was a bit low, but I deserve that. Okay, listen. Well, look, you got engaged to me no. when you were drunk, and you fall no. out of love with me when you're drunk, so no. maybe we just break it off. I'll do your little game show with you. I don't... Clint, I don't deserve you. You deserve someone who will love you no matter what, and I'm going to do my best during this game show to prove that I love you the most. Mm. Well, I, I reckon we probably got to get going. So let's let's go back and let's get to this this game show, and and then we'll figure out what happens after that. But for now on, we're on a for until we figure it out, we're on a timeout. I respect that decision, Clint. And Clint gets up and starts walking back towards the camp. Can I can I hover you back there? No, I think I need to walk. Okay. And you like you like reach out your tentacle to walk with him and 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 he just lets it fall limply to his side. Yeah. And then we're gonna go to Becky and Fabio <laughs> in his stall. <laughs> <laughs> what is the scene? Okay. Well, they're 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 cuddling. <laughs> they're cuddling afterwards. No, no, don't worry, Becky. Don't make that face at me. Becky is a fade to black kind of lady. Um, Ooh, classy. But but they are they are cuddling 
they're cuddling, watching watching some My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, their favorite show. And Becky looks down, she gets a text, and she's like, ah, shit. Okay. I guess I gotta go be on a game show now. Um, call me? No, I will certainly call you. <laughs> that was magical. You Absolutely. Everyone's gonna save now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and so so Becky Becky gets up and grabs her clothes as she's addressing as she's walking out. He kinda he kind of leisurely is rubbing his his uh, horn as you, uh, as you walk away. And, la, 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 la. <laughs> and then he says, Oh, Earth Girls. And and then we fade fade to black out of that scene. And so back in the uh, in the central gathering area of the of the Centuricorn village, uh, three or four of the Centuricorns, including their leader, what's her name? Ramilda. Um, Matilda. Ramilda. Ramilda. Ramilda are all there ready to uh, to escort you to the coast to the mushroom acorn uh, village. Uh, Amanda, they've set something up for you. One of the, one of the, uh, uh, Centuricorns has a sidecar. Yes. (laughs) You did not. And, and so they, they've, they've got this thing set up and it's, it's, you know, it's all wooden. They're, they're kind of a primitive culture, but it's, it's set up and and hooked up to one of the guys and they've got Clint riding the Centuricorn, and uh, he's kind of begrudgingly doing it, but you're in the sidecar next to him, and you guys take off, and uh, Becky, are you, is Fabio taking you to the coast, or are you riding somebody else, or who's you, who are you mounting? Oh, well, hmm. I thought I left Fabio behind, but he he was really he he couldn't stand to be away from me for that long so he decided to go ahead and yes he is he is my mount he says oh becky i am i am what you say uh tired i don't know if i got i can have the energy but i will i will give you one more ride thank you thank you and so you hop on and and claire you're with matilda ramilda ramilda yeah you're with ramilda now he's doing it on purpose you hop on Ramilda, and so, and then a couple others are escorting you. And as you're coming to the edge of the vi- the village, a little uh, Petunia Periwinkle is standing there, and she has these these garlands of flowers that she's made. These little headdresses of flowers that she's made for you. And and her her daddy lifts her up, and she puts one on on your head, as on, on each of your heads as you're riding out of town. And so, what do you think about that, Amanda? I think this is the best idea ever. I'm on board, 100%. And so, and so Petunia Periwinkle gives you the flower garnishes, the headdresses, and, and each of you ride off. Yes. And she speaks for the first time, and she says, thanks, everyone. Yeah, it's kind of like, thank, thank you for saving me. <laughs> Doctor. Dr. Dr. Clint, thank you for getting that mean sticky thing out of my throat. 
and he says, uh, that's, that's okay, kiddo. I hope you're, uh, you're okay. And you, you be careful where you're grazing. doesn't look like your mommy and daddy are paying too much attention to you, but, uh, oh. you, you gotta be careful off there. I resist that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys gallop off and, uh, Becky is whispering sweet nothings into Fabio's ear as they ride along. Uh, Claire is enjoying her ride. Amanda is trying to make eye contact with Clint while they ride on, but Clint is just dead staring into the distance, just not, not I mean, not giving her a glance. And, and you ride for, for probably about 45 minutes to an hour, and then you come across this village. And if... I guess the best way to describe it so many of our listeners would understand what it looks like, uh, think of the Smurf village. <clears throat> Everybody living in, uh, in, in mushrooms. Mm -hmm. and so this is, this is just a village of, of brightly colored mushroom homes, except instead of Smurfs out of the mushrooms homes, you see mushroom mushroomicorns. Try saying that. Everybody say it. Mushroom mushroomicorn. Mushroomicorn. It's kind of hard for me to say. And so there's these mushroom people that all have unicorn uh, horns because of course that's because where that's we are. The way it is. And, uh, and, and when you're riding in, uh, Becky asks about the asks Fabio about the horns, um, and he's she's like I don't know you see the you see the mushroom people with the horns and what do you ask him Becky? You're just kind of curious if everybody on the planet has a, so, has a horn. So does does everyone who lives on the Kitty Nipple Nebula have a horn? Oh, not everybody in the nebula. I mean, my people, we do not travel off of our planet, but my understanding is not everybody in the nebula has a, has a mono horn, but uh, my planet here, we are very horny. And, uh, and, and then we fade to black with him. Right. You just wanted to say that. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Oh, that's, that's, that's this planet. And, and so these mushroom people, they're all about two and a half foot tall, about as wide as they are, are tall. And um, you guys dismount and bid the Centuricorns uh, farewell. Do you change, exchange contact information with uh, Fabio or is this a one and done? Or uh, two, three? We exchange contact information back in his stable remember i told him to call me oh yeah but he i mean he doesn't have a phone they'll figure it out um <laughs> he's got a tv why doesn't he have a phone he has a vcr there's a big difference between a vcr and a phone but anyway you've you've given him your digits uh you've told him to call you you wrote down your earth address via the the milky way earth milky way um Marietta, Georgia, uh, Marietta, Ohio. And, and so hope, well, maybe you'll hear from him, maybe you won't. And so they, the Centuricorns bid you farewell and turn around and gallop off into the sunrise. And uh, you walk up to who, you, who appears to be the leader of the, of the mushroom people. Who's, who's taking point here? And Hello. Oh. She's pointing, and it appears that she's pointing to me, but I don't really know who's on her screen. <laughs> um, hello, good creature. My name is Becky. 
And we've been told you can get us to um, Bottoms Up, the game show. Oh, yes. We very much like the Bottoms Up game show. We are very happy to help you. You are so cute. What is your name? My name is Mushroomy, the Mushroomicorn. <gasps> are you the leader here? Oh, yes. This is my village. Well, we are all kind of one. But, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. What are your... What are your thoughts on after this is all over coming to Earth and being my pet? Oh, well, we are sentient beings and uh, we've had this culture for, for tens of thousands of years. So the idea of being a, a pet for a lonely human just kind of sickens me, but we'll help you get to your game show. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, you know, the offer stands if you, if you change your mind. I'm pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll keep up with that in the notes. We can if pay. Else goes, we can what? pay. We can pay. Yeah, well, if, if everything maybe... else breaks bad, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, so, oh, and please, don't try to take a bite out of me. We, I know my people are delicious. Uh, no, we don't eat mushrooms. Okay. None of us like eating mushrooms. No. no. So, don't worry. So, uh, so what we're going to need to do to get you there mm -hmm. is we have a biology-based transport system. And uh, see that? Where? That pile of, it looks like decaying uh, mulch over there. Compost mm -hmm. pile? Yeah. It, We're yeah, familiar com with those. Yeah. So, well, it's not, you know, it's, it's mulch and excrement, and other, you know. Um, anyway, we're going to need to bury you in that pile. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to inject it with some of our spores. And anyway, that's going to that's gonna get you within walking distance of the Bottoms Up Studios. Acceptable. We agree. Oh. We agree, Becky. Yeah, you're in an enclosed tank. The rest of us have to say, this. I just noticed you don't, you aren't all biological. Is this going to be a problem? Well, that's, what are you made out of? Carbon. <laughs> Water. What kind of metal is your body made out of? Stainless steel. Stainless steel. Mm. Of course. Well, now that will decay, except it'll take a long, long, long time. Um, you're a very robust organic creature, and excuse me. Well, I don't. I don't mean that pejoratively. I just mean you're you're very um, robust. It's going to take a long time for the spores to break you down. So I'm. Um, I don't know exactly how the transport will work for your kind. For Becky, I'll risk it. Okay, so let's let's get in here. I've got some guys ready with shovels. And when I mean guys, I mean males and females. Guys is the term we use. Because um, you're from Michigan and you use guys. I understand. I think My people are also from Michigan. Okay, um, so here we go. And so so he leads you over and uh, and you lay down in this compost pile and then all these little mushroom corns start shoveling more Shit. organic matter, matter on top of you Shit. and they shovel and they shovel and they shovel and you know they leave your faces for last but then they cover your faces and for those of you whose heads aren't in orbs it gets a little bit uncomfortable um you you feel 
I, I guess, creatures, little insecty type things and, and worms crawling around. And then you, this is a weird feeling, you start feeling yourselves decaying. Mm. Um, you know, when you get in the pizza box, excuse me, um, <laughs> or, you, or you transport with, uh, with sidetrack, you felt your body being broken apart on a cellular, cellular level. This is, this is the same thing going on. Your body's being broken down, but it's this kind of slow-feeling organic process. And so you feel the little critters start burrowing into your skin, and you, you feel yourself – you just feel yourself decaying. Um, and I mean, if you look up stop motion photography of a, of a body decaying, this is what it feels like. And so you imagine that. Literally, did you look this up to know this, Jeff? No, I'm just making this up as we go. Okay. Thank um, you. And Our listeners were worried. <laughs> well, well, Claire is actually rather fascinated by this because, you know, it, death is part of a part of life and she's been curious about it so she figures this is and from us being a scientist she's she thought she might be a little disgusted by it but whoa this is rather exciting for her she's becky what are you thinking re- about feeling yourself decay becky has been taking a witch disney princess are you quiz on her phone to really keep the impending horror from happening <laughs> she's tiana apparently by the way um, but she? really, it's weird, but that's the results she just got. Um, <laughs> um, but she's on second thought, it's kind of cool to be a zombie. She's never been a zombie before. She's always imagined herself the final girl in a slasher flick, but never the zombie herself. So, you know, hmm. she's going with it. And so for a while you feel almost zombie-like, but then everything starts decaying and you feel, it's feel like your body's melting. You turn into the sludge and then you're gone. Except for Amanda, who doesn't feel much anything. She feels her, her human head and her fur tentacles uh, going through this process, but her orb and her body, I mean, it doesn't really happen. Hmm. And then a few minutes later, and I mean, with the transporters, the, the vortexes and the pizza box, when you've transported before, it seemed like seconds. This seems like, like minutes, which it still isn't a lot of time to transport halfway across a nebula, but it feels like a long time compared to other transports. And so as time goes by, you feel yourself rematerializing in what you realize when your eyes actually form is a, a metal canister in a very bustling city. You feel like you're, like you're in this metal tube with a door on it, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you feel yourself forming again, and then you hear this ping, kind of like a, 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 a cooking timer beeping and the door you feel a door as a door releases Uh i do yes and Mm -hmm. becky steps out Mm -hmm. and claire steps out of another container next to it and clint steps out of one 
And there's nobody in the fourth one. Hmm. You guys, where's she at? Oh my God, she's gone again. They did say it was going to take her longer to decompose. Should we wait a little bit or? Your call, Clint. Oh, my God, she's driving me crazy. Oh, that woman, I love her so much. I would die for her. And to hear the words she spoke earlier today, it ran to my heart in two. Um, I guess we can, do we have time to wait for a while? We have time to wait. Well, I'm just, I'm throwing this out here, Clint. I love Amanda. She's my very best friend. But have you considered that perhaps you have a fetish for strange creatures? Um, you just fucked a uh, uh, Centauri corn, so don't be talking about me and no fetishes. I mean, uh, we already know that about me. That is not that is not news. I'm just saying, do you really love Amanda? Or do you love the fact that she's a tentacle monster? Uh, look, our relationship would be much easier if she were not a te- tentacle monster, but I don't love her any differently because she happens to have tentacles. Okay. I just want to make sure that, you know, as she's trying to figure out who she is, that you know who you are and what you want. Well, my understanding is she chose to be a tentacle monster because there's, there's my idea is that Claire here could have changed her back many times, but she wanted to remain a tentacle monster. And I respect that because I love her truly and dearly. Okay. Um, there's a coffee shop over there. Should we go wait for a while? Yeah, like, <laughs> I haven't had a latte in what feels like years. And so the three of you head over to the coffee shop and sit down. We're going to fade in back on Amanda in the compost pile. And she, it is agonizing waiting for your stainless steel body to, uh, to, uh, to break down. After, after what feels like hours to you, Amanda, you hear this little mushroom guy. Oh, oh, come. It's, kind of, she, she, it, it's like it's poking at you with a, with a rake or a, a shovel or something on your body. So it's this metal on metal kind of sound. And, uh, oh, you're... St- you're still here. Uh, the Wi-Fi is kind of spotty. I'm still here. Um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna shovel we're gonna shovel some more some more of the spores on top of you, and maybe that'll speed things up. Thanks, guys. You're pals. And we'll end it there. <laughs> done, done, done. <laughs> what the fuck? Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show, unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production.